thank yous. Like, what should it look like? First step. Well, thank God for your past. Thank God for what's gone on before where he's been at work and he's been shaping all things together for good. Sometimes the pain, sometimes the awesome promises and successes. But let's thank him for our past. Listen to what he says in Psalm 138, verse 1 through 3. He says, I give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods, I sing your praise. I bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. For you have exalted above all things your name and your word. On the day I called, you answered me. My strength of soul, you increased. Thank you, Lord, for all that you have done. If you just look at a few words here, he says, Thanks, Lord, and I praise you with my whole heart. Like, I'm not just going to give a little lip service to this thing. I'm not just going to say, yeah, thanks, and then move on. My everything is going to be poured into remembering repeatedly and constantly how much you've done for me. Thank you, Lord, with my whole heart. And then he says, I bow down towards your holy temple, and I give thanks there's a, there's a position that we take of posture before him that says, you're amazing. You've got my attention. I'm so responding to you. Thank you, Lord, for all that you've done. It says, I've exalted, that you have exalted above all things your name and your word. In fact, on the day I called, well, you answered me. Salvation. As we call upon our king, as we say, Lord Jesus Christ, please forgive me. Use your shed blood to replace what I owe. Like, I can't get there on my own. And the works thing, it's not getting it done. Please forgive me the one way that I have of getting to you. Please use your shed blood to replace what I owe. And he answers and comes running. What an amazing God we serve. Amen? May we thank him for our past and for his running to our aid. May we constantly see that he strengthens Our soul. We have a chance to constantly be celebrating for all that's gone on and before. And and you know, in fact, we as a body, we can thank him individually, but we can thank him corporately for all that's gone on as well. Think about all that's taken place with this body. I, I mean, it was five years ago, actually probably more like six now, there was a handful, three people in the end of 2005 who said, we should try to have one of those Harvest Bible chapels down here. And those three people started praying and faithfully going after what that might look like. Within nine months, there were 45 to 50 people on a leader team. There was passion. There was hunger. There was excitement. What could God do? And on September 2006, in the late September 2006 there, it turned out on opening launch Sunday that 478 people showed up. Can you imagine being one of those 50 people? As you're praying and hoping and just wishing that God's name could be glorified and the people just keep streaming and streaming and streaming in. 478 people started on launch Sunday. You know, two years later, uh, we had a chance. My wife and I came down to take on the senior pastor here and it was the second anniversary. Did you know that? We took over on the second anniversary. So it's our third anniversary here. And it's the fifth anniversary of the church. There's enough numbers to choke you, right? Math. Five minus three. Two, yeah, got it. So... This is our anniversary. We're excited about being here. Great to be celebrating our third and the church's fifth. You know, the church was somewhere around 600 plus when we came. Now it's running 1,200. I mean, packed to the gills. It's amazing to watch what God is doing. But hear my heart in this. It's just so not about numbers. 
my word, if all it was was numbers, we're making a club. We're about building the fame of the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. May he be glorified in this place. And as you're on fire, I mean white hot on fire. This place starts to become a beacon, a light in a dark world for who Jesus Christ is. That's the attraction of this place. You on fire. Amen. Jesus Christ, our king, may he get the glory. That's what it's all about. I'm telling you, there's been so many stories, so many things that have gone on, awesome celebrations that have taken place over the last five years. We wanted to just put together a little sampling for you, give you a taste of that. So here you go. Got it work. That's just a few little samples of photo and video of all the lives that are being touched, all the different ministries going on. And I'm telling you, it is so about we better be storming the throne of grace personally and passionately and powerfully and regularly for that to continue. But man, can we look back and say, God has truly been at work. Amen. That's looking back and being thankful. Here's my challenge for you. As you're living your life, Just look for those things where you can be thankful for God working in your life. Maybe it's in a struggle. Maybe it's in a blessing. But how's God been working where you could thank him and praise him for all he's doing for you? Thank him for what he's been doing in the past. But more than that, we can thank him for what he's doing in the future. Check out the next few verses, starting in verse 4. All the kings of the earth shall give you thanks, O Lord, for they have heard the words of your mouth. And they shall sing of the ways of the Lord, for great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord is high, he regards the lowly, but the haughty, well, he knows them from afar. We have an awesome opportunity to see the kings of the world worship him. He says, all the kings shall. This will be happening. I'm telling you, as God's fame gets out, as he is moving, we will be worshiping. And more and more worshipers coming to his name all the time. May we be celebrating what will be coming. May we be looking out for all those that will be coming to passionately worship him. Amen. That's what we're talking about. Excitement and fervor for God moving tomorrow, just like he did yesterday. Lord, may we look expectantly to you moving. Check out a few of the words. He says, because they have heard the words of your mouth and they shall sing of the ways of the Lord. The word of the Lord. May the word of God, his Bible, may it be just alive in your hands as you go after him on a daily basis, just regularly saying, God, show me what you'd have me to know today. As you open up looking expectantly to hearing from him, and as you see him moving in your life and changing circumstances and opening doors and closing some doors, and and as all of that comes together, you literally can say, my God is so worth worshiping. Amen? That's what it's about. So worth worshiping. That's our future with him. A chance to literally say, let's celebrate him. Notice it says, the Lord is high, but he regards the lowly. Our job is not to come storming in saying, I deserve to be here. No, we don't deserve to be in the presence of God Almighty. But he gives us the blessed gift of his presence. He says, I'm so going to sweep you up and take you in. I'm so going to make you my own. You are my child. It's you I'm leaning on and trusting with as I run with you, Lord. Help me to trust in you. That's our job. 
Help me to trust in you, God. And our future is certain. Thanking God for our future. You know, I just wanted to throw a few things up here that would be kind of a a symbol of what's coming of our future with life with them. And so the first one is this home of how many of you have seen the sign that's up on the property? All right. So we got about 200 of you that need to go check it out. Okay. So drive down I-74 on the south side, just past Pinecrest. The sign is up. It went up Friday night. Okay. Future home of Harvest Bible Chapel is coming. So everybody that's been asking you, what's that big slab of dirt out there? And who's there? And what are they doing? Well, now it's answered. There's a gorgeous sign out there. Larry and Laura did a great job kind of getting the graphics together and getting that out. And uh, we're excited to see that up. Joe, we appreciate all the help and getting that sign up on Friday night with them. And it's exciting to see we're able to say this is where we're going to make home amen all right now hear my heart in this as soon as we say that we start losing sight and we go for brick and mortar and i'm telling you it's just not about the building what's the advantage of the building well we don't have to announce that we're moving to civic center that's the advantage of the building god use this place that hearts may be lit up on fire for you Lord, may you be celebrated. May you be worshipped. May each and every person that touches that place be lit up for you. May this be a a source of worship, a source of glory, a source of fame for our Jesus Christ. That's what we're going after. This property, that's all it stands for. More people coming to know him, more disciples following after him, more fire for him. We're excited to see God lifted up. That's our future. Amen? That's what we're going after. Second picture here. So we wanted you to see a little bit of what it might look like, okay? We had had kind of a generic look when we did the uh, going home campaign back in February. And so this is one of the exterior shots. Um, this is kind of a, well, it's an artist rendering, so hold loosely to it, okay? But you can see what we've done is actually we chose some materials that are uh, a little cheaper than what we had before and a little bit more durable, okay? So it's kind of best on two fronts kind of thing. And it actually matches. There's going to be kind of a stone and cedar sort of look to it that's going to match to that timber line that's all the way around it. It's going to be a really cool look. So just imagine now, take, take a snapshot of this in your mind, and now imagine yourself out there this afternoon at 2.30 for the prayer over the property, and you're standing on a big slab of dirt, and you're going to see that building in the background coming in a year, year and a half, okay? That's what we're excited about seeing come up. All right. So the time frame on it, we're looking at late fall 2012 next year. We're going into our home late fall. And in the meantime, God just keeps shaping us. Lord, may we be faithful to you. May it be all about you. This property, why do we have this flag here? To remind you that 2.30 this afternoon, rain or shine, we're going to be out there with our families praying over that place that every square foot would be used for his glory. That he might be lifted up that people might be cared for, that his name might go out, that we might be reaching out with all we've got to say, we've met our Savior, and he's changed our lives. Can we tell you a little bit about him? That's what's going on, all right? May we constantly look to our future as well as our past and celebrate him. And then the last piece here, just notice the last two verses. He says, though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies and your right hand delivers me the lord will fulfill his purposes for me your steadfast love O lord endures forever do not forsake the work of your hands we can also thank god for the present for the things he's doing right here right now in your life in the moment lord i'm amazed with what you're doing 
Notice that he says there, though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve my life. Sound familiar? It's kind of like the Psalm 23 passage, right? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. How easy it is to get distracted by our fears and all of a sudden God becomes small and our problem becomes big. May we constantly keep God big, problem small. Let's celebrate him and his greatness and his activeness in our lives. Notice it says that you preserve me. You stretch out your hand. Your right hand delivers me. You fulfill your purpose for me. God, you're at work. He is sovereign. He's in charge. He is running this world with his feet up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not taking a big sweat for him to do it. He's got it under control. That's your God. Lean on him in the present. Thank him for all he's doing. In fact, that's why we've got 400 gallons of water here today. Because we're going to do a little bit of thanking him for his work in our lives. We're going to be doing some baptisms and we're going to be celebrating all that God is doing in this place, in our lives. The amazing thing is as God literally works in our lives, we get to see and celebrate word by word, testimony by testimony, what's happening. You know, just a quick reminder as we do these baptisms. They are a celebration of what's already taken place. These guys have already trusted in Christ as their Savior. They've already asked Him to forgive them of their sins. They're saying, Lord, I, you are my God. This today, as they go down in and coming up out, it's like down into death and up into new life. It's already happened. I'm His. This is a symbol that I'm His, and I'm just proclaiming that I love Him. That's what these baptisms are. They are an awesome celebration. So, uh, Kent, why don't you come on and climb in as I'm finishing up here? And I just want to say this. As we're getting ready to do some baptisms, you might be watching today and going, man, I didn't get my name in. News, news for you. We've got shorts, we've got shirts, and we've got towels. So if you want to be baptized today, we just want you to get to the back. We've got one of our elders, uh, Steve Belzer's back there. He's waving his hand right now. Talk to Steve. We'd love to get you baptized as well. Just give him some information there, and he's going to find out your testimony, and we'd love to get you in, okay? So if you want to be a part of it, feel free to jump in, all right? Not jump in here. Jump in back there, okay? Talk to Steve, all right? As we go through this, though, let's remember this. We're here to celebrate. We're here to celebrate. So I need to hear what celebration sounds like. Give me some serious cheering and applause, all right? All right. That, that's what we need to hear after every single baptism. Serious applause and cheers. God at work. We've got an amazing thing to celebrate. Let's hear the cheering after each celebration. Kent, take us away. All right. Well, I'm Kent Smith, the associate pastor, and it truly is an incredible opportunity that we have to celebrate what God is doing in the lives of people. And uh, this morning, have uh, Tim uh, Sheffley here with us, and uh, he's just got a great testimony. And so, uh, Tim, why don't you tell us how it is you came to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? I'll tell you what, it took losing everything. I lost my home. I lost a lot of relationships. And... uh, you know, it, it, most of all, he took my pride. And, uh, you know, I think it was God's way of saying, you know, all that's chasing after the wind. It, you don't need that. You need me. So that's why. And you came to a place and a point in your life when you received Jesus Christ in your heart. Right. And what has he been doing in your life and uh, in heart since uh, you received him into your, into your life? Uh, well, I changed my life. I, uh, I quit drinking. I quit smoking, I quit the drugs, um, and uh, I took a plane harmonica. 
<laughs> so okay, yeah, soul power. <laughs> so you're excited about your walk with him and how he's changing right. you each and every day. Oh yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And why do you yeah. want to get baptized today? Uh, well, it's a outward expression of inward experience is what I like to call it. That's awesome. Well, Tim. Because of your faith in Jesus Christ and your desire to be obedient to him, it's my privilege and honor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Can you see him down here? Here, stand up there for now. Okay, don't touch that. Well, I asked, uh, th- this is Mitch McKelvey, and uh, I asked him, I said, so how long can you hold your breath? He kind of looked at me and goes, 45 seconds? And I said, I'm not going to hold you down that long. But uh, Mitch, I know you've received Jesus Christ in your heart as your personal Savior. Can you tell us when that took place, when that happened? Uh, it was in kindergarten. Okay. And it was at that point that you knew that you had surrendered your life to Jesus and wanted to make him Lord and Savior of your life, right? Right. Absolutely. Now, what has Jesus been doing in your heart and life since that? What's he teaching you? What are you learning? Well, he's teaching me to be nicer and uh, tell other people about him. That's awesome. And uh, why do you want to get baptized today? Show him that I care. Show him that he cares. That's awesome. And uh, you got some new braces you're sporting there, too, aren't you? Two days ago. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, step back down here because we don't want to have a big splash. But, uh, you know, Mitch, because of your faith in Jesus Christ and your desire to be obedient to him, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Danny, this cell is phone. cell phone. No. <laughs> yeah, Danny Springer, and uh, it's good to have Danny here. And uh, Danny, just tell us how it is that you came to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. Well, it was about uh, the summer of 1993. I was at a little summer camp called Camp Manitoumi, and uh, camp counselor kind of walked us through the steps. And at that point, that's when I received Jesus. Okay, and uh, what has he been teaching you since then? What are you learning? How has he been changing your heart and life? Well, um, four and a half years ago, he introduced me to this uh, amazing establishment called Harvest Bible Chapel. Um, and then uh, since then, it's been, uh, it's been a lot like a marathon. You know, there's uh, been the uphill, the downhill, uh, the straightaway. Um, but uh, at the end of it, he's been right by my side the whole time. So. A lot of growth and change along the way. Yep, yep, a lot of growth and change. And... Uh, he uh, blessed me with a beautiful wife and a baby on the way. That's awesome. And a lot more changing in three months. <laughs> okay. Great. And why do you want to get baptized? Uh, to show everybody that I love them and uh, to be the best role model I can for my child. That's awesome. All right. Well, Danny, because of your faith in Jesus Christ and your desire to be obedient to him, it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
Well, it is my pleasure to have uh, Melanie Ramsey with me. And uh, it has been just a joy even this week as we've chatted a little bit about what God is doing in your life. And uh, why don't you just share a little bit about uh, how you came to Christ and kind of what was going on leading up to that first. Okay. Uh, My cousin passed away when I was 15, um, a very young age. I was a sophomore in high school, um, so that was very tough for me. I was looking to relationships and material things, and I just, you know, wasn't going anywhere. And um, I made the decision to go to Bradley, um, get in with uh, join a sorority, um, become a part of a Bible study there, um, and my relationship with Christ has just skyrocketed from there. When was it uh, that you actually came to have a relationship with Jesus Christ? Right? Right. Um, How did that come about? Just to understand and what he did for me and to know that um, I'm seen blameless in the eyes of him and to know that uh, to put my trust in him is he, he's got my back. And how have things changed since then? Um, I just, I don't feel alone. I don't feel lonely. I don't feel angry. Um, I know that he's going to throw things my way that are hard, but um, he has my best interest. And today you are in this tank of water and looking to get baptized. Why are you, why are you getting baptized here today? I just want everybody to know that um, it's just a great to have that relationship with Christ and to know that um, I like choose to live for him the rest of my life. Amen. Well, Melanie, because of your profession of faith, it is with great pleasure that I will baptize you here now in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Ryan Schultz here, and Ryan is uh, ten. ten years old. Yes, and uh, you're you're really pretty excited, and he was really insistent on getting baptized here, didn't you? Because God's really been working in your heart and life. Why don't you share with all of us here? How is it that you became a Christian? How, what happened there? My mom and I were talking about God, and um, I asked her if I could ask Him into my heart, and she said, yes, and I, we prayed, and then that's how I came to know Christ. Yeah. Wait, what did Jesus do for you? He died on the cross for our sins. Yeah. Are you a sinner? Yeah. Yeah, we all are, aren't we? Yes, you are. And you placed your faith and trust in Him. How have things changed since since then? Are you? What have you been learning? How, what's God been teaching you? Um, not to get angry and maturity. Yeah, yeah. You're growing up and... Um, well, let me ask you, why do you want to get baptized here today? So I can show everybody that I'm going to live my life for Christ. Amen, amen. Well, why don't you step down here. Ryan, because of your testimony and the fact that you're a follower of Christ, I baptize you now in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's warm. It's no problem. Well, Michelle, it's great to uh, have you here, and uh, it's been good as we've talked this week as well. Uh, God's been 
really working in your life in the last seven or eight days, uh, specifically, hasn't he? Yeah. You were here last Sunday, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Why don't you tell a little bit about what God was doing in you and kind of what happened last uh, Sunday? He was really working my heart that day. Yeah. <laughs> he really was. Tim did the, the prayer, and I I gave him everything, gave him my whole heart. That yeah. Day. So you got saved last Sunday during the service. Yes, I did. Amen. What, um, what, what was uh, going on? What, what led you to that? Was Well, two years ago, um, my marriage failed. And it was just, it's been a hard, hard journey for me with my kids. Sure. And I've just been so bitter towards him and everything that he's done. It's just, mm-hmm. I see, you know, everything was just so perfect in his life. And here mm-hmm. I was stuck with my babies. Yeah. And I was just so bitter. And I wasn't going anywhere. You know, I had relationships and they were failing and, and everything. And finally, I started hanging out with my cousin. She just said, Michelle, you just, just gotta pray. Why don't you start going to church? And I was like, I don't need that. And finally, I, I called her one night and I said, I'm yeah. gonna go. Yeah. Okay. And she said, don't, you know, I said, don't leave me. And I showed up and we, I started coming every week after that. And as the time went on, my bitterness just totally disappeared towards him. And I love him for who he is. I'm Mm. not mad at him for what he's done. What's happened here in the last week then? How's God been working and changing even already? My life now with bitterness being gone, I, it's great. Yeah. I could actually talk with him and. Yeah. It's perfect, you know, like we get conversate about the kids and not have a fight. Yeah. So it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> and all that, really, it's, it's Jesus Christ working mm-hmm. in the three of them. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you want to get baptized here today? To show everybody that I have given my life to Christ and I love him. Amen. Well, because of your testimony of faith, uh, I now will baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We got David Pierce here. How you doing, man? Good. Good deal. All right. So uh, we talked a little bit this week, and uh, so let me ask you real quickly: Have you trusted Christ as your Savior? Yes. And when was that? Last week. Last week. What time last week? I don't know. Yeah, we don't know the exact time. Sometime during the eleven o'clock or nine o'clock service, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great to hear that uh, you were one of those who trusted Christ as your Savior last week. By the way, we had thirteen who accepted Christ last week. So big week. Yeah. Thanks, God. So David's one of those. It's great to have you here this week, man. Way to be faithful. Like, saved one week, baptized the next. You're rocking, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good deal. So I know um, you are fostering with the Kirbys. It's been great to have them as a part of this family here, too. It's awesome to see that support mechanism. Let me ask you this. What's life been like this last week with Christ? I know it's been a whole seven days. So Amazing. Amazing. All right. That's a good word. That's like T-shirt word, right? We need to get that printed on a T-shirt for you and ready to go. So uh, you're trusting Christ as your Savior. It's been amazing. Let me ask you this. Why do you want to be baptized? To let everybody know that I love Jesus. All right. Good deal, man. Why don't you grab on here? David, because of your statement of faith in Jesus Christ and because of the evidence of his work in your life, I now baptize you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.
it's warm in here. That's right. Everybody coming in is freezing because they're in shorts and the air conditioning piece here. All right. Good to have you with us, Adam. So, uh, by the way, Emma, if you want to come up here, you can. Do you want to come up by the... We've got Adam and Emma getting baptized today. So, uh, Adam... How did you come to know Jesus Christ as your Savior? Uh, well, it was about five years ago. Uh, I was living a life just going after my own sinful desires, and, uh, you know, God wasn't a part of it. I grew up in a Christian home, so I knew about Jesus, but uh, I just pushed him away because I wanted to do my own thing. And, uh, you know, life didn't go so well. Things were kind of falling apart. Mm-hmm. And uh, at that point, God stepped in, and he put a coworker in my life named Sam. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sam, uh, you know, just kind of one night we were talking at work, and I just opened up to him. We never really talked before, but it was just God. And I told him all my uh, just problems and struggles. And uh, we decided to hang out after work, you know, and we started hanging out. And it was at that point that God just really worked in me. He, my heart was very hard and bitter towards, towards God and towards Christians. And uh, he just melted it. It was, it was miraculous, you know. Like when Sam shared his testimony and shared God with me, I just opened up and I was very receptive to it. And uh, I was able to accept Christ uh, shortly after my uh, 22nd birthday. Awesome, man. Great testimony there. And what a powerful reminder for us that friends, family, like just taking that time, being real, being transparent, him sharing with you a little bit of how he struggled and what he came through. And, I mean, that is so important. And that's our job as we witness and testify. What a, what a great testimony for that. So what's life been like with Christ now, man? It's been good. Uh, you know, he's he's just fulfilled uh, that empty space in my life that couldn't be filled with all the other things that I was into. And he's uh, filled it and given me uh, joy and peace. All right. Good deal. Why do you want to be baptized today? I want to be obedient to God and uh, follow in the footsteps of Christ. Awesome. Way to lead your family here, too, man. Yeah. All right. Grab on. All right. Well, because of your evidence of faith and because of all that Jesus Christ is doing in your life, I now baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, all right. Well, I have Emma here with us. Emma always smiles. It's okay. I have Emma here with us. Great to have you here. And I know Adam just uh, went before you, so let me ask you just a little bit. How did you come to know Jesus Christ as your Savior? Um, Well, I think probably like a lot of people here, I grew up in a Christian household with really loving parents who took me to church every Sunday and prayed with me at night. Um, And then in junior high, I uh, went to or uh, received Christ at like an altar call, but I think that um, it wasn't until, like, my later years in high school and going into college, um, I really began to take Christianity seriously. Um, it was probably because of a couple friends that I had at the time who were going through some issues. And um, I just, like, at that point, I was like, uh, God is real and Jesus is really his son. And I think, like, at that point, I was really saved. Awesome. So uh, what's life been like with Christ? Um, well, I think, like, before, I, um, especially, like, a couple of years ago, I, I mean, I've always had a heart for evangelism, even when I was little, but I feel like it was kind of um, a self-righteous act, and um, I just feel like God's, like, melted my coldness in, like, the last couple of years for things, and, like, I'm starting to, I started, like, actually feel guilt for, like, the ugly parts in my life, um, and that coldness is, like, melted into love, and, like, that's when I realized, like, that's what Christianity is all about, <laughs> is <Awesome>. love. <laughs> Awesome. What a great testimony piece there. Why do you want to be baptized today, Emma? 
Oh, I've been I've been wanting to be baptized for a while, so this is so great. And um, I just want to tell everybody that Jesus is Lord, and this is a representation of my faith. Awesome. Great answer. Why don't you grab on? Ready? <laughs> Goes a little better that way. Okay. Yeah. Right. Well, because of your faith in Jesus Christ, and because of the evidence of his work in you, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.